Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Welcome to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great Friday so far. Uh, Today's podcast is going to be a little bit shorter, so I apologize. But I'm going to do an extra show this weekend. I had to come to Tampa for my doctor's appointment. And this is my interview that I did with Charlie Alamo. Hope you guys enjoy. Check out the the bonus show that I'll be doing this weekend. All right, it's that time of the week again that uh, we uh, have our weekly visit with the one and only Charlie Alamo. Yes, Charlie Alamo, uh, you hear him. He did the show open and the show close. And if you hear the uh, Pocket Pair Club ad that I do, and, and I played one of his bits this week. Uh, I think it was the McGuire's Bullet one, right? Yeah, I believe that was the one that I sent you. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm liking him. The, the second week was great. I, I, I mean, I've liked all the bits you've done. But they sound very professional. I'm getting a lot of feedback. It, they're saying it's nice to have a different voice to split things up. So, I mean, have you ever done any voiceover stuff? No, just for the radio station and some commercials and stuff like that. Nothing really that great. Yeah. Well, and what do you use to edit all your stuff up? Well, at least some like old. If you're hearing that sound, it's like an old type biplane flying over. It's like the Red Baron almost. It sounds like uh, it. it sounds definitely propellered instead of yeah. uh, a jet. Yeah, yeah, we're close to airport. You know, I grew up living living next to an airport, and they used to like. Uh, my dad always thought it was like one of these like airports, and my dad was like, "I think they're running drugs over there because like you'd have these beat up planes that look like they came from like Peru or something landing in the middle of the night." And I was like, "Yeah, they're they're probably running cocaine through Belusia County." Where was that airstrip in the middle of a field? Yeah, it was in the middle of a field, dude. It was it was it was a wooden like tower and they would just land planes there. Like people would land at all hours of the night. And I was like, one day one of these biplanes is gonna land in our double wide trailer and we're all gonna be getting a payday. The ones that survive. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna end up dropping something, missing the point, and uh, you're gonna end up scoring if you don't die. Or or what about this? What if the DEA was after them and they were like, hey, we got to get rid of this load. And they dropped it in on my parents, 20 acres there, like a, a barrel of cocaine or something. There you go. As long as you got to it before they did and didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah right. We didn't see anything. We'll just hold on to a little bit of it, you know, uh, kind of stomp on it and cut it a little bit, you know, to lengthen up our profits. I, I think we could do that, man. Uh, and I'm sure you can move some stuff up in Montana for me. You know, yeah, that's something we would have to talk on the down low, though. You find that you find the barrel and then we'll start talking. You know, I, I haven't told I've told this story on the radio before, but, um, you know, my dad was an iron worker growing up and and he had his own business. But, you know, workman's comp drove him out of his business. So he was doing like odd jobs and he met this one guy and my dad was getting paid to weld hidden compartments and 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 cars and trucks for these people to you know transport their marijuana and shit 
Oh, so he was making like the fold out dashes and stuff like that that hide behind the. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, they never told them actually what it was for. So I guess he kind of had, you know, den- you know, plausible deniability on that whole thing. I mean, it's not illegal to like make compartments in a car, is it? No, it's hey, not. You a... don't know what it's for. No, I, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, if they wanted to nail you, they're always going to. But no, I don't oh, think yeah, so. Oh, yeah, without you... a doubt. Now, one of the things I wanted to talk about with you, and I don't know if you kept up with it but did you see the video that recently came out about these two hillbillies down in brunswick georgia that just murdered this african-american kid that was jogging through a neighborhood i i vaguely saw something i haven't been checking out the news recently but yes i i vaguely saw the video dude if you get a chance to watch this man like i mean i mean they gotta have some type of a good backstory and even if he was like robbing and stealing something out of their house. He was on the street, did not have anything on him. And it was like a straight up modern day lynching. It was, they're in a truck. They got two hillbillies in the back. The guy gets out with a shotgun and just blows the guy away. And it was all on camera. And they still have not arrested these guys. And this happened almost a month ago. Jesus, they weren't practicing social distancing, were they? No, but I mean, I I mean, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be something like this. That is that can blow up and cause, you know, uh, some change in in this country, you know, because like everybody complains about how bad the politicians are. You know, we're still we're still going to be voting these idiots. And I'm not trying to, you know, like back a revolution or anything, but you could easily see something like that blow up into something bigger than what it is. I definitely think so. I think things are going to pop a little bit when the country actually opens back up more. I've kind of noticed it yeah. now with the soft opening, like bars are open and people are going to them and stuff now. It's kind of crazy. That kind of blew my mind. I'm like, but people are just ready to get liquored up and do some bad things. Yeah. And it's going to happen pretty soon. Wait till sporting events come back and people can actually go and cheer for stuff. There's going to be fights. Again. Yeah, um, I had this thought. So, you know, everybody's getting these stimulus checks and a lot of these white trash people, especially in the town that I live in, the money, it's a racket. We're giving people these white trash people stimulus money and it's all going back into the coffer because I have seen more lottery tickets being bought since these stimulus checks have come out and it's just going right back into the government's hands. Yes, I agree 100 percent. I've noticed it up here, too. They're buying booze and lottery tickets and sometimes cigarettes because those are kind of expensive around here. All tax, all tax going back into the government. Yeah. I mean, they got you coming and going with this. And, you know, trust me, uh, I've been in that situation, poor, white trash. uh, And, you know, you get money and you just it burns a hole in your pocket. So you want to go out and, hey, I can turn this twelve hundred dollars instead of investing in the stock market. The white trash savings plan stock market is buying scratchers. Oh, yeah. It's buying scratchers or investing in a pound. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. So what have you been up to this week, Charlie? I've talked to you about, you know, you live in a little small town and I'm trying to get an idea of where you live. So like, do you guys have any big supermarkets where you live at, like a Walmart or do you guys all have mom and pop places? Oh, no, there's there's a Walmart and stuff like that. And Albertsons and what have you. There's actual legitimate business. Albertsons? Yeah. I have not seen a goddamn Albertsons in a decade here in the state of Florida. Yes, I remember when I lived down in Florida, there were Albertsons all over the place. And then one day they were just kind of gone. 
Do you remember, uh, might be before your time, Eckerd Drugs? Yes, I do remember there because I got a couple prescriptions filled there one time. Yeah, and that was another one. Um, I'm trying to think of. Oh, do you, well, you. I I know this probably wasn't outside the state of Florida, but Food Line. Did you ever shop out of Food Line when you were in Florida? No, I don't think I did. Oh yeah, the Food Line. That was like you know when Dixie gets the uh, the image of you know well, poor people go there, but like Food Line made when Dixie look like a goddamn Publix. Oh Jesus, yeah, that's yeah, uh, and then we have and then everybody's. Go, go ahead. I was going to say, there was a white trash place up here like that, too, called Ryan's Cash and Carry. But that place was awesome. It was kind of like a box store, but not. Cash cause... and Carry. We we had Cash and Carries in Florida, but it probably isn't the same thing. It might be. I don't know. I saw a lot of crazy stuff when I was in Florida, like drive-in liquor stores and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. We had one in Deland called the Red Barn. And it was an old barn that somebody refurbished and and they hollowed out the inside. And it just was walls of beer on one side, liquor on the other. And you didn't have to get out of the goddamn car. That's crazy. Yeah. So so but yeah, so but I'm sure you guys got a lot of mom and pop places there, too. Yes, absolutely. Now, do you try to shop mom and pop? Because mom and pops are a little bit more expensive than the chains. But if I got the extra money, I try to support the mom and pop places. I do as well. I like a, a lot of the mom and pop places around here, especially restaurant wise. I'd like to support them a lot more than going to McDonald's or some shit like that, just because I the food is better. Yeah, it takes a little bit longer, but who cares? I order ahead and then I come in and pick it up. Now with this social now, distancing thing, it makes that even easier. Nobody wants to talk to you. Yeah, man. Like I, I had to call somebody out about that the other day. Uh, in Volusia County, a lot of these redneck guys, they'll, they'll like creep right up on you and not even worry about this six feet. But I'm, I'm also kind of lucky that we've only had one reported case of the coronavirus and that was just last week. So, but I, I, I do have a feeling that there's a lot more cases, you know, because white trash, they don't go to the hospital. They get sick and they just, you know, take some NyQuil and drink it away a bunch of aspirin. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how it basically goes. I've done that for years. Now, do you? I mean, do you go to the doctors a lot? Because there was a time I didn't have insurance. I, I, I went maybe five years without seeing a doctor. I went literally eleven years without seeing one until I got and uh, broke up that dog attack and had the tip of my finger almost ripped off. So, what kind of dog was it? Well, my mom and her husband adopted two dogs, and the pits? one is pitbulls. No, one of them's kind of a mixed mixed breed. You might have some pitbull in her. And the other one was like a shepherd or something like that. And they got into a huge fight and I wasn't going to get into the middle of it because I'd already gotten bit before. But the one dog was making this weird whimper. So I went and grabbed the one and I threw it up against the wall. And then when I looked, the tip of my finger was hanging off and I was like, oh, this is not good. I can't super glue this, mom. I think you got to take me to the hospital. Yeah, I've done the whole super glue trick. Now, I when I first uh, moved over here to Tampa, when I was working with Bubba, I, I ended up dating this girl and we um, she was babysitting her parents house and they have two pits. And we were kind of like messing around. You know, I was about to go to bed and we were kissing and the dog like was very protective, got in between the two of us and had his snout like right in my crotch. And I went to push him away. And that was like the worst thing, like this pit bit entirely. He caught me on my thumb. But you know that webbing in between your thumb and your pointer finger? Yes. Like when he, I, I pulled away and basically tore that whole like webbing up bad. And, you know, pits, they like to latch on. So luckily he let go. Yes. Luckily he let go. And that's a 
the webbing in, in between your thumb and your index finger there is a pain. I've cu- I've gotten that cut so many times and it takes forever to grow because it, you just keep moving it. It's right there in that yeah. joint. Yeah, it's like um when you get a cut like on one one of the creases on your finger, that that never heals up because you're constantly always bending it. Exactly. So what else were you up to this week? Any plans this weekend? No, I plan on sticking around the house. It's supposed to be pretty nice. It was kind of uh it was nice the beginning of the week and I didn't have to work at the public radio station because the station manager's off this week. So I uh just been enjoying the week and trying to do some outdoor activities and stay out of the house a little bit. They should give you keys to the public radio station, let you come in and do a shift whenever you want to. I'm in the process of I got rehired back, so I'll get a key and everything again. It just hasn't happened because the college has been closed. So now, is it all talk or is it like a music station? Like what what kind of public station is it? It's music and talk. They have uh, different programming blocks that they do. So a lot of it is music, mostly because it is a public radio station. But on Tuesdays, they do uh, a lot of they have this veteran show that's actually pretty famous called On Point Radio that uh, is like a basically a half hour show with veterans talking about different veteran affairs and stuff like that. And so it's it's pretty interesting. I don't know. I've listened to a few of them. Some of the some of the stories I like the ones where they actually start telling stories about wars on the battlefield and stuff like yeah. that. Those shows are interesting. The other ones are somewhat oh. interesting, too, because you're all like, all oh, these people went through combat. But when you hear a guy that's like, I just drove a Jeep. Basically, I didn't see any service. You're like, oh, OK. Yeah, I was a medic and I had this, um, you know, the morphine that they would give me to treat people injured on the battlefield. I ran out because I got a big major heroin addiction and I was just shooting myself up with the morphine I was supposed to be giving to injured soldiers. I would love to hear that story and more of it. Yeah, that would. Now, what is the biggest radio market in Montana? I think it's Billings, if I remember correctly. And they're actually a ranked market. It's like a hundred and something or like 90 something i don't know they're really low but all right yeah like tampa like tampa is 17 the biggest radio market in florida is miami and then tampa orlando and then jacksonville so those those are the pretty big ones um uh but yeah i was just curious to what like number market that is i'll have to look that up when we get done yeah i know it's pretty low down on there i know billings is on there i don't think missoula's ranked and helena wouldn't be it's they're both too small. What is out of like the history of radio? What is the most? Because I asked you like who the big host in Montana is. Uh, but like who is the most famous radio guy to come out of Montana? Um, to come... if, if you had to say, I, I'm not trying to pitch you on the spot to come out of Montana. I'm not really sure yeah. on that. I don't know if there if, if there has been anybody. And if there is, I'm sorry to him uh, that I've heard of. <laughs> I remember hearing a lot of. um like back in the day, they would do old Charlie Tunas and stuff like that, play his show and uh, a bunch of other stuff. But I don't think he was from here, per se. I think that was just a syndicated show that somebody was replaying. So what about, you know, and I don't mean to go back on that. What what type of restaurants? You guys got chain restaurants and shit up there where you live? Yeah, we do. There's... Well, I mean, what what's the hangout like the 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 popular like chain restaurant there that everybody goes to? I would probably say, well, you know, you got to keep in in mind that there's a lot of cowboys and white trash and stuff like that. So Applebee's, um, yeah, Chili's type of thing. What is the one here that there's one place and I can't. Uh, oh, it's called. Uh, it's called Jakers, and it's actually owned by the hospital here. Oh, okay. Which I don't hmm. know how that makes any sense. They bought it a few years back, but I don't know. 
What's the hate grade? You know, we we talk about that uh, African American kid. What's the hate crimes like up in Montana? I, I could see there could be some hate crimes up there. Um. Yeah, I actually haven't seen any. It's more the most recent ones have just been white trash on white trash type things. But didn't you say it, it's it's Native Americans versus white people up there? Uh, sometimes, yeah. And sometimes it's just Native Americans against Native Americans. Sometimes people just want to yeah. fight. And that's what I'm saying. Wait till these bars, they start to reopen around here. They really reopen. Then there's going to be a lot more fights. Then I'll have some cool news to give you. Dude, that would be hot as hell if you could hook up with an Indian chick and she could like put up a TP and stuff and you guys could like straight up like reenact something. I, I think that'd be cool as hell. Like, you know, you you could dress up and, you know, like uh, General Custer and you guys could like reenact uh, the, uh, the the last stand at Sitting Bull. Yeah. I, I, have you ever hooked up with a Native American? I have not. I have hung yeah. out with a few, but I. A buddy of mine who's actually Native American's like, yeah, you got to watch out for them because they got a shelf life. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And then he's like, <laughs> he's like, they got like a five to six year window when they're hot and then they just age really quickly. I was like, oh, so. Yeah, I, I would be afraid that I would meet a uh, Native American chick and and I would she would be able to drink me under the table. Yes, that too. Well. I don't know. I haven't met a lot that were super. I mean, I've met a lot that were drinkers, but not like that. I've met a lot more dudes that were like that. I partied with one last yeah. week. Wow, man. Oh, well, if I ever come up to Montana, yeah, I'm going to go party with some Indians. So, well, listen, Charlie, uh, tell everybody how they can find you and, and check your stuff out. Okay, if you want to check out facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents, I just started up the 10-minute time limit wrestling podcast again with my buddy EP. Oh. So that's going to be coming Hell out. Oh, yeah maybe twice a week right now we're just kind of doing it weekly so check out that all my other shows are on there there's actually a link posted right on the facebook page that has links to all the shows so it's super easy to find hey i know you've been doing the produce bits for me but you know if you want to cross promote your wrestling podcast maybe you guys can do like a you know quick two or three minute like wrestling update uh that i can play on this show you know to do some cross promotion that is if you want to yeah absolutely next time i get ep on the phone i'll ask him about it and we'll just do a couple extra minutes that's the best part about the 10 minute time limit podcast it's only 10 minutes so basically we we bullshit for about a minute and a half and then just start talking from there so it's been pretty cool all right charlie well i appreciate it man it was good talking to you and i can't wait to hear your bit next week okay yep and uh, i can't wait to talk to you next week and hopefully there's some cool stuff happening so i can actually give you some fun news from montana all right charlie i'll talk to you next week all right thank you man Huddle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by PocketPairClub.com. Play in live poker games on your mobile device, play in tournaments at cash tables, or just for fun. They have Texas Hold'em and Pot Limit Omaha. They doubled the first deposit bonus. There's a daily $1,000 free roll and a $50,000 nightly tournament. It's all certified by Gaming Labs. Use referral ID 411507. That's 411507 when you visit PocketPairClub.com. Dot com.
Thank you for checking out Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and share the show. Subscribe to Tuttle's YouTube page, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. Follow Tuttle on all forms of social media at Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. And email the show anytime, Tuttle at gmail.com. Additional imaging and bits provided by CCA Productions. Visit facebook.com slash CCA Productions. Productions presents. This has been Tuttle's Daily Podcast.